on today's show, what would happen? Listen to me. What would happen if the Mavericks got the number one pick in the draft? 3% chance. What should they do with it? We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Mavericks. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day, all throughout the offseason. We're not stopping. Subscribe and follow for free wherever you get podcasts or on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show there is to listen every day and to comment anything below let us know in the comment sections if the Mavs got the number one pick what would you do with it what would you want to do with it if you want to support the show text us get text alerts from us and get Mavs rumors all kinds of stuff throughout the offseason you can join our subtext we're going to do a Friday mailbag this week just with questions from subtext so if you want to sign up for the trial you don't even have to pay for it at first if you want to get a mailbag question in so sign up for the subtext you can text with us, send us a question, link in the description below. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use the code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. This episode brought to you by Game Time. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com. The number one pick prophesier, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Yeah, I honestly don't know what this podcast would be like if we got to them one overall pick. Like, would it be one of the most, <laughs> I mean, it would be, it would be the most hype definitely since game seven of the Suns. Um, That's amazing I mean, that, that was, we have a point of reference. Cause I, I, I am the NBA channel manager. I know all these shows and some of them don't even have a point of reference for how hyped they would be for that. And we do. That's pretty awesome. Some of them are like, yeah, I mean, we got like the fourth pick a few years ago and we got like, <laughs> really hyped. Um, well, the Hornets but, shout out to Doug and Walker. There's is like, you know, Baron Davis and like he was great. <laughs> so Muggsy Bogues was a lot of fun. Remember that time Kevin Walker had like forty in a playoff game? That was so great. <laughs> uh, man. Remember Grandmama? Oh, that commercial was We're the best. Dunking on the Hornets now. Um <laughs> But honestly, though, I mean, from I mean, we're going to talk about all the possibilities, but for Dallas to jump up, you know, from they're at the 10th spot now for them to jump up to one. Not only would we just be off the rails for this podcast, but it would just be the the biggest like jolt of energy for this franchise that's in like a weird spot right now. Oh, it would be massive. And so today we're going to get into that. We're going to do the the what if it's basically our what if Wednesdays. We're looking forward. We're saying, what if the Mavericks got the number one pick? There's a 3% chance they get the number one pick. So it's not impossible. There are some people that commented yesterday when we had Rafael Barlow on talking about all kinds of draft scenarios for the Mavericks. And we're like, why are you guys even talking about Wimbanyama? It's a 3% chance. If you had a 3% chance to win a million dollars, you would like think about what you would do with that money, right? And so here we are. This is what we're doing. I think thinking- about what I would do with it. I don't have zero, I have zero chance. Like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I haven't done the lottery. But yeah, 3% chance for the Mavericks to get the number one pick. It's not it's not impossible. So let's talk about the possibilities and what they would do with it. So we'll talk about Luka and Wembenyama, right? We'll talk about trade-down possibilities, so we'll do that. But let's start here. I, for me, I said this yesterday with, with Rafael. I'm going to say it again. If the Mavericks got the number one pick, you just keep it. And so we'll, we'll, t- we'll talk all about that and all that kind of stuff. 
But let's start here real quick because we got some news over the last couple of days that I didn't want to talk about without without Isaac Harris here. So Aww. the Mavericks are, um, you know, the Mavericks are, are hiring former Utah Jazz lead decision maker Dennis Lindsay to join the Mavericks organization as a special assistant to general manager Nico Harrison. He's being added to the front office. Dennis Lindsay is responsible for putting together basically the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Jazz, and that whole you know, era of the jazz. Um, he was there for a long time. He also worked in some other front offices before. And so this is the Dallas Mavericks trying to bolster their front office to add some experience to Nico Harrison, Michael Finley, and that whole group. Yeah, I love it. I, I love them adding uh, Lindsay to the group. Um, you know, it's kind of like, I w- kind of wish they would do it with the coaching staff Add a head coach, you know, a past head coach with experience to Jason Kidd's coaching staff. Yeah. Um, you know, they leaned really hard into relationships, you know, a few years ago with the kid and Nico hires. And, um, yeah, just, I mean, we all know, I mean, at least kid's been a head coach before, you know, Nico hasn't been a general manager before, before this. And, you know, he's doing his thing and to add somebody to the front office alongside of him that has been there, done that, you know, I, I did a story with Melvin Hunt he's assistant coach for the Mavs a handful of years ago with Rick Carlisle and, um, you know, they're like super close Melvin's here in Dallas and stuff. So I'm sure, uh, Melvin's pretty excited about it and all of that. But like they were roommates at Baylor random, random connection, Melvin Hunt, Dennis Lindsay and David Wesley shout out to the Hornets. Wow. All three uh, were in the same backcourt at Baylor together and Melvin Hunt and Dennis Lindsay were roommates at Baylor and like best friends and stuff. And then they all of course went to the league various forms and roles uh, throughout the NBA and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm all down for it. I, I like it. I like adding experience alongside Nico. Yeah. I think adding experience is great. There is, you know, there was in his past an investigation into Dennis Lindsay on a potential, uh, racist comment he made to a Utah jazz player that was investigated by the league and others. And they couldn't find any like significant evidence in that, but that's something that, that has happened from his time with the Utah jazz, which may, Talk, which may lend itself to know why he hasn't been in another front office like that. But it, something that Mark Stein said in, in his story about it was he was in consideration for the GM job alongside, you know, Nico Harrison, those guys in his story of like, and they obviously went with Nico a few years ago. So there's obviously a prior relationship there with, you know, yeah. front office, Mark, whoever it is. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So we mentioned that. And also in that story, you know, sources told Mark Stein that Nico Harrison had been looking for an experienced sounding board to join the Mavericks in a consulting role dating back to last off season. It goes back to the question I asked Nico in his exit interview this year is what's something that you want, you wish you knew before this, like when you started <laughs> that, you know, now, and maybe he's learning now, I would like some experience around me. It takes people that have been there before to know what to do in certain situations. And so I think this is a positive for the Mavericks organization. All right, let's talk about let's talk about what the Mavericks would do if they got the number one pick. Three percent chance, and to me, I start here. You just keep it. I, I I keep the pick. You can get. You'll give me all the trades and all the things later that you have cooking up. Uh, we'll talk about those later. But if I have a three percent chance, and or if they get the number one pick, it's a hundred percent chance to put Luca and Wembenyama together. Like that is that's a generational. I don't even know if that's generational because Shaq and Kobe wasn't like a sure it wasn't a sure thing because Kobe Kobe was not necessarily the sure thing coming out of the draft, but like it would just be such a sure thing of these two guys 
and the versatility, the things that they, the things that Luca and Wembenyama could do together, it just would change so much. And like you said, give this Mavericks fan base and the Mavericks themselves just such a boost because he can defend the rim and he can shoot from three. He can switch on defense, like he can do all the things that you would want a guy to do. He can handle the ball too, and like there's just so many things that he could like. You just check off so many boxes just with one guy. Yeah, I mean, I would probably say Grady Dick was first overall pick, but uh, I'm just, nice. kidding. just kidding, guys. Trading thrust to the middle. <laughs> Kansas uh, outside shooter. No, I mean, like you said, he's 19. Sigh. Lucas Lace Lissai. <laughs> if you if you compare those two guys together, I mean, he would be a perfect fit next to Luca. Imagine him with the ball with Luca as the screener. That that would be oh a God. lot of fun too. At the same time, um, you know. If you compare those guys, and it's also, I mean, we don't, you don't want to say this either, but it's a little bit of Luca insurance. Like, um, you know, if for some reason down the road that, you know, Luca decides to go elsewhere, you at least still have a generational, you know, superstar. Well, at, at what point would Luca be driven to leave the Mavericks if they got Wembenyama? I don't know. I mean, you, there is okay. when you look at when you look at these prospects that are this tall, you you can't ignore the injury history of for it. sure. You know, like for you sure. can't ignore, and he even has a couple injuries. You know, you look into some of his you know injuries in the past before before now that it's like, all right, well, it's not like it's just a clean slate. Uh, but what he can do at his size is something we've literally never seen before at seven three. So, uh, I, I'm I'm with you. To an extent that you take it, although I will say this, I'm a huge Scoot fan. Like I love Scoot Henderson's game, and I think Scoot's going to be good. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't take him over. I was going to say, would you even consider? No, no, no. no. Yeah. So let's not even talk about it. (laughs) Victor's entered the realm of like Zion, whoever it is. Of like, you just got to take him. LeBron, yeah. Yeah, you just got you got to take them, and you don't want to be that GM that passed up on Victor Wembanyama. You can't you can't be that guy. Coming up, let's talk about more about that possibility of pairing Luca and Wembanyama together, and then we'll talk about some trades the Mavericks can make. But before we do, let me tell you about the ultimate pro basketball GM. This game has dominated my phone uh, so much so that I had to have like an intervention and <laughs> stop and stop playing it for a little bit because it is so addicting and so fun. Uh, the ultimate pro basketball GM game. It's uh, a game where you basically take your team. And you start at nothing. You have you have zero things. You have the number one pick, and you have like a, a team that's not very good, coaching staff not very good. And you have to build it all up from nothing. You do trades, you do free agency, you work on contracts, you train players, do all that kind of stuff in a game that's a mobile game that you can just carry around and pick it up and put it down whenever you want. It, it doesn't have any kind of timing element with it. So you decide when things move forward. I love that about a mobile game because sometimes I'm just sitting waiting for something else to happen, waiting for a call, waiting for Isaac to jump on to do, you know, Lockdown Mavs, whatever. And so check it out. Our listeners, the listeners Lockdown Mavs, get 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's all caps, one word, LOCKEDON in the game store. Make sure you you check it out and download the game. Visit probasketballgm.com. Scan the code or look up Look it up in the app store. That's probasketballgm.com, the ultimate pro basketball GM game. Start your dynasty today. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the uh, possibility of the Mavericks getting the number one pick. And we've talked about the Mavericks just keeping the pick and and having Wembenyama. That is just (laughs) just an incredible scenario. If the Mavericks did do that, if they did get the number one pick and they do get... Victor Wembanyama. What's the path like? What do you see happening after they they draft him? Like, what's the 
let's just let's just dream. Like what what would happen in year one? Mm. You think? Um, I'm I'm fascinated to see what position he plays because they're like you could convince me that he. You know, like, how do other teams guard him? Do they try to do the, you know, the Porzingis stuff? Do they try to, like, put the bigger wings on him and kind of just, like, kind of push him, get really physical with him? Does he play a four? Is he, is he like, is he bulky enough to play a full-time five? Does he play alongside of a guy like, you know, Steven Adams or another big out there? I would just be, if they, if they did get him, I would be fascinated to see what their first, like, big man move would be. Is it a, do they go and try to get a big body guy or do they say, oh, okay, let's throw him out there with Maxi and, you know, all, you know, a bunch of shooters and stuff like that. That would be because you get, you get Victor. I mean, does that factor in anything for Kyrie? I don't know. I don't know what Kyrie wants, but to get like Luca, Kyrie, Victor Wembanyama going into next season, <laughs> it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good start. Pretty, pretty good three. I would be interested in like that too. I'm fascinated to see where he would play and like how much it would force Jason Kidd's hand. Cause we've seen him with young players that he doesn't want to push it too much. He doesn't like, doesn't seem like there's a trust with young players yet to just, all right, we're going to put you. Yeah. There well, he, and just he play would be different. Like there's no way, but he like, would, you, but he would be different. Like, like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. He, he would have to, he's starting day one. He's you're not treating him like a, uh, you know, a Jaden Hardy. No, you're not. Uh, number one in his class, though. <laughs> but yeah, you're not, you're treating him differently, and I would be curious how kid would handle it, uh, and just how they would use him. Like, would they would they run play? They would probably have to run plays for him, or they would have to just run pick and roll, pick and you know, pick and pop all day with him and Luca. Like, that would just be yeah. an unstoppable thing. But yeah, so it's still it's a three percent possibility. But for me, you you just get the pick, you draft him, you just run with it because there's just no other better scenario that you can convince me. But now, Isaac Harris, would you like to convince me of a, of, me a of a package that the Mavericks could trade for um, well, if well, they do I get mean, the number one pick? 98% of the trade possibilities ends with you just taking women Yama. Like, there's no other prospect you you know, you know debate on that. Um, you know, when you look at trade down stuff, there's not a ton. I'm going to throw at you some trade down you know, possibilities in a little bit that you probably shoot down, but... Hopefully, you know, some of the people might listen about it, but let me ask you this question. How many players across the league would you trade the, the, you know, the pick women Yama straight up for right now? Cause I have, I'll tell you, I, I have six players, six. I do. Interesting. Okay. Give it, give them to me. Giannis Jokic. Yes. Yes. Wait, did you pause on Jokic? I did pause on Jokic. I think, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. A Luka Jokic combo would just be so interesting because they're they're the two players that I'm watching right now, especially in the playoffs. Watching some of these guys, like, okay, can you win if your best player is not necessarily a good defender? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, if you pause on Jokic, you're really going to pause on these next four then. <laughs> Jason Tatum. Yeah, I think I would do that. Young, I would trade it for Jason younger Tatum, and, yes. and defender, all that. Okay, this is one I really struggle with, but I think I would. I think I would do it. Joel Embiid. Now I'm out. Okay, I think I would. All right, well, you're gonna laugh at me. These next two, then SGA. SGA and Luke are the same age. I know. No, man. I, I, I just, you would have I, to give me other stuff. Okay. Paolo Bancaro. Stop. 
You would do I it? Think pa- I would, yeah. I think Paolo's that good. Wow. I there think is, Paolo is... There, pa- there, I would take Paolo all, over all the other people who've been drafted over the past handful of years. I was in on him before the draft. I said he should be the number one overall pick. I was in on him after he got drafted. I was like, I'm all about him. He is the guy. And I still am. Still convinced. What he can do at his size, I think he could, I think he'd be more durable too. There is a part How, of me. However, that, that, the the player we're talking about in question that you'd be trading is a guy that's taller than Boban and can do Kevin Durant things with the ball. Is it bad that I'm just like kind of skeptical about the health though? Like no, that I just mean, worries no, it, the crap real. out of me. It's real. And like I would I would almost like sacrifice a little bit of, you know, give me a little bit more muscle, a little bit shorter but more durability, which you can't predict durability. It's just, you just see anyway. Um, okay. Let me just confirm straight up on these other ones. I don't, I wouldn't do this. I just put this as a category. Am I crazy for saying no to Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, and Damian Lillard? All those guys, like, like one of those guys. Yeah. You're getting nothing else with it. Portland calls you up and says, we'll give you Dame for the first overall pick. Yeah. I know I'm out. Yeah, I think I would too. Love Dame. Great player. Not going to do it. Is there anything that could add to Dame? Dame and Shaden Sharp. Dame and the six pick. Dame and six is interesting, but no. No, I'm out. Oh, man, you're all in. You're drinking the Wimbenyama Kool-Aid. I, I just talked to Raphael yesterday who's seen him in person several times, and it's like <laughs> such a sure thing that it's not even close. Okay, let me go to the next smaller category, kind of in the Palo thing. I put just the young guys you wouldn't trade it straight up for Mobley, Cade Cunningham, or Scotty Barnes. No, no, I would not. You think you're in the minority with the Mobley thing? Mobley, Mobley would would it would be a, a joy of Mobley, like his goals. He would want to be Wembenyama when he grows up. He kind of is like mega version of Mobley. Yeah, I mean Mobley's a worse version of everything Wembenyama is. It's hard to. He's so hard to like figure out like the traditional draft stuff that everybody does. Like who's his comp, you know, who's the, you know, I just, I got on earlier today. I'm like, Oh, let me just see what the ringer guys have his comp as. Cause I always like laugh at some of their comps yeah. and it was like Gen Z Kareem. <laughs> and I just started like <laughs> laughing and I was like, cause like there's, there's yeah. really just no comp in it. Cause no. I was sitting there trying to do it. I'm like, all right, Mobley and Chet, but he's like bigger and like better. And those guys and the thing, you know, you're talking about his role earlier. The thing with him is like, you got to put the ball in his hands. That's what some of the craziest stuff that, yeah. you know, you watch him doing a game is I think he settles sometimes for these like long twos and crap, but it's like, he's also seven, three. It's like, dude can shoot over anybody. And, but what he, how he can handle the ball at his size and just how he can almost just get to the, like, he almost gets to the rim literally whenever he wants just because of his length and how big I just, I do want to, it's just the health stuff. That's the only thing that yeah. worries me a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And he's got to get his own shot. And Raphael said yesterday that he has, he doesn't really have a good point guard that he's playing with right now. So he's not really getting easy shots. He's just creating Hello, his own Dallas. Stuff right he's just cre- getting his own stuff right now. <laughs> the thing that intrigues me about a trade with Wembenyama is if the Mavericks could like clear salary, get multiple picks back, get, get several useful players back keep Kyrie like if you could do all those things at once and just like basically hey, say no more one I got you. one I got franchise you fixer just in one trade let's talk about those coming up but before we do let me tell you about the game time app 
you right now. If you want to go and check out concerts this this summer or games or whatever, go check out the Game Time app. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Also, they'll show you your view from the seat. Have to have that. I, I have Whoa. to know. I have to know what I'm looking at, especially if I'm going to like, you know, games are like games. You pretty much know in the arena, what you're looking at, but in a theater setting, you've got to know, especially if you've never been to the theater before, like, where am I looking? Am I in the mezzanine? Am I in the, you know, the lower bowl? Am I in the floor? Is there something between me and, is there a pillar somewhere? You got to know that stuff. So check it out at game time, snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use the code locked on NBA. That's all caps. One word locked on NBA. For $20 off your first purchase, terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem your code, locked on NBA, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, Isaac Harris, we've been talking about what if the Dallas Mavericks got the number one pick? 3% chance. Hold up the Dirk three. Hold up the Dirk three. 3% chance the Mavericks get the number one pick. I talked about if they get it, they just keep it. You've been talking about different trades. Give me some trades where the Mavericks basically fix a franchise in one in one move. Well, I also looked at, you know, we last segment we talked about just straight up player for pick trades. What if is there any scenario in which I mean women yam is that good that you're probably not even going to consider any of these? But I looked at some of the other teams that are in the top ten there and saying, well, okay, what packages could they offer to where you're not like immediately hanging up the phone? Like you're at least having the conversation, you're asking around the table in the draft room, hey, so Charlotte's sitting at four, and they just called saying, Hey, we'll give you Lamelo and four. Out. Nope. For women Yama. Nope. Does does everybody at the table just say, Yeah, we're done. We're out. Nope. No biggie. Yeah, Lamelo's cool, cool and all, but now I'm out. You've got to, like, you've got to at least. I've got to at least get Terry Rozier. <laughs> that was just for you. That was that was just that joke was just for you. Is it? I don't think that they would do it. But like, is Halliburton and four? You you're saying no. Halliburton is and four is interesting, but I'm still. I think I'd still just like. I'm, it had to be bigger, like Halliburton, Miles Turner, four. Well, I've also got to get off of some salary too. Yeah, like, yeah. For, you got to fix the you got to fix the whole franchise, basically. Like I'm trading Davis, I'm trading Tim Hardaway, I'm I'm probably throwing you know McGee in there. I'm maybe asking back for Miles. Can I get Miles Turner? I was gonna say you would do my it boy. Can I get my Miles boy Miles Turner? Can I get Miles Turner? One for Miles Turner, Nick would do it. Halliburton, yeah. Halliburton, Miles Turner, and. The number four pick or what? What pick are they going to have? Seven. It's like six. They have seven. seven. Yeah. They have seven right now. I mean, one of them I threw in there was like you know Matherin and seven for one. How much do no. you care about Matherin? He doesn't okay. do anything else but score. They need the other things because <laughs> I, I'm with like I think if there is a world that you trade off the number one pick and you move down, then that means yes, you either you have to kind of accomplish two things. You have to get off salary, yes, and you have to get back multiple players that are going to be playing for you next year. Yes. Um, is there any combination? Let's say the Rockets landed at like three or four. Is there any combination? Is there any one player that they have that they would package with four to make you think about it? Jabari and four for Wimby. They don't have one. They don't have one single player. They don't have multiple players. I would think about Shin Goon. Like, no, I mean, would. Would you think about 
I mean, I'm Jabari, I'm thinking, Shingun, and I was four. Say, I'm, I'm trying to think about who would be helpful for the Mavericks right now. Like Jabari, Tari, Eason, and like, who take multiple players, I think. I mean, this is who they have Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green. I, I don't want any part of those guys in a trade to Dallas. No. Jabari, like Jabari would be the Jabari I'd think first about choice of because those of guys. defense and shooting. Uh, Jay Sean next to Luke would be Sengun. nice. Sengun, I'm, I, that, that's difficult. Like They don't even know how to use him. Tardy Eason, I'm thinking about because defense. Uzman Garuba, mm-hmm. Josh Christopher, Ty Ty Washington, Kenyon Martin Jr. Yeah, like, I don't care about any like, of I'm those not, players. I'm not even thinking about any of those guys. It's really just Jabari and Tardy Eason to me. And and four or three or whatever they have. And, and it still doesn't get yeah. it for me. Then they, they have to take all the salary. They take all the salary of Davis and Tim and whoever else. And... All right, I got one. Jaden Ivey and number two. No, I'm out. I'm keeping it. Interesting. Would you do it? Who are you getting? No, it to, pro- who are you getting I'm, it to? I'm just processing out loud. We're taking. We're, we're getting Ivy back, and then you're drafting Scoot or Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller is pretty dang good. Raphael's Brandon Miller too right now. Yeah, and he's he would fit great alongside. I think he's like a. Yeah. I don't know, Gen Z Paul George. <laughs> That's the new comp. Is just Gen Z's version of something. Is Paul George millennial? Yeah, yeah, he's with us, right? <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I don't think Orlando would do this, but Franz Wagner in six. No, who am I getting at six? One of the Thompson twins or Jairus Walker? No, I'm out. I'm out. I like I like Franz, Franz. but you're talking about a you're talking about a generational player. No, I, I agree with you. I'm not I'm not saying I would do all these. I'm just saying these are ones that like I think Franz would be amazing next to Luca. Yeah, and I'm like, hmm. And it's got to be to me. It's got to be multiple win now players back too. Okay, so let me let me ask you this one. So Orlando has right now has a six pick, and then they get the eleventh pick from the Bulls. Markel Fultz, Wendell Carter, six and eleven, for one, Hardaway and Bertons. Man, so you're talking you're talking they get a center. You get Wendell Carter, you get Markel Fultz, which if you haven't been paying attention, he's had pretty. He's been great. Day. He'd be if they bring back Kyrie, then it's he's the third ball handler that the Mavericks have wanted for a long time off the bench. He'd be perfect. Yeah. Uh, and you also yeah, still get six, six and eleven. And eleven, yeah. Who you can then package to like Indiana or something for Miles Turner. <laughs> and then you you get off the money of Tim and well, you have, you have six and yeah, you get off of that money. Then you have six and eleven that you can trade for wings. Go get some wings. Can can you win with Luca, Kyrie, and Wendell Carter as the center, and then two like really good wings? Yeah, I don't know how I fully feel about Wendell Carter. I, I don't. I was kind of. I didn't like the pre-draft comp of Al Horford whenever he came out. Um, I mean, he's had a better year in Orlando this past year. He's been, but yeah, he's been good the last two years, but I just he, haven't been the. Yeah, he hasn't played a lot. He's he struggled staying on the court for sure. We know the Mavs liked him. We know the Mavs wanted to draft him before, but that was that's a different front office at this point. Yeah, I'm really curious about the Portland one though. I'm kind of looping Dame back into it. Of like, Dame six for like Wimby Bertons Tim. So then you're just punting on Kyrie. Then you're just like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like because yeah, like we just yeah because like we just saw we just saw what Luca and a really good point guard you know 
can do together. <laughs> it was not sure. great. It was not good overall. I think uh, I think well. I think Lillard would be different than Kyrie. I think that's a different level of leader that the Mavericks have needed. But if you're talking that, then like they don't even have players that <laughs> win now for the Mavericks because because no. uh, uh, oh my gosh, I just forgot his first name. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant's a free agent. Um. Yeah. Nurkic, Nurkic is not fixing anything. I mean, he's fixing rebounding for the Mavericks, but he was bad for them this year. Yeah, the point of all this is, like, it would take something pretty crazy for you to trade the number one pick in this type of draft with Wimbenyama. But, you know, I, I think of the players, like the single players that I, I listed off of, like the Giannis, Jokic, Tatum. I think the SGA one is kind of fascinating of, like, could you see OKC just saying, screw it? Like, even though SGA, <laughs> like the ultimate sell high on SGA, and like we want to pair, you know, Chet and Wimbenyama and Giddy together, like, would it have to be like SGA two first? I was gonna say, keep one of the first. Can I get SGA and Dort? <laughs> <laughs> how, how much would they have to add into it, though, for you to like think about it? Because I would, I would honestly think really hard about it. I love SGA and think his fit next week would be. And better. SGA signed for three, four more years, like next year and then three other years. So yeah. I, I think I would actually think about that one more than I initially let on. If I can get SGA, Dort, and like. Rylan is freaking out right now. Listen. Yeah, I don't this. know if he would do that. Rylan, let us know in the comment section. Comment, <laughs> comment with Locked on Thunder and let us know if you would do that. SGA and Dort for, for Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama and Chet is like the best front court maybe in the NBA right now. I, I don't even know what that what the nickname for that front court would be. It would be like the <laughs> I don't know. It's sad though. Like when I was going through the teams in the top ten, there's literally nothing that I think San Antonio could even call on that I would even answer the phone. Yeah, you're taking their whole draft for the next for the next decade. <laughs> yeah. And now Orlando has a combination of guys. Like I played around with like Fultz, Jalen Suggs, you know, they're, you know, six and 11, all of that. Utah, Washington doesn't have anything. Sorry, KP. Um, <laughs> Utah doesn't have, I mean, they have draft picks, but you, you know, if you trade a women, Yama, you, you're wanting win now. Like you're only trading it to like, increase your championship odds right now for Luca. Yeah. And why the list I think is so as small as it is too, is because Luca is so still so young to where like, if Luca was three years older and we're like last year of Luca or like, we're, you know, something like that. I think you really do have to think long and hard about like a women Yama for Steph, you know, something like that. If it was like on the table, because like you're on the like final finish line of, keeping a guy here like yeah and if you're confident that would you know win you a title or get you in that title game i think you gotta really think about it but he's still so young if you could package Wimbenyama with luca right now it would take an insane crazy one player type package for you to even think about it there you go let us know in the comment section below what would you do if the mavericks got the number one pick what would you do with the pick uh go check out the locked on nba show locked on nba covering Playoffs all the time. I was on with Howard Beck on Monday, so if you want to go listen to that episode, go listen to Locked On NBA Big Board and uh, and all that. We'll be back with Howard Beck on uh, on Thursday, so be here tomorrow. Check out that episode; should be good, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>